This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on the Broncos Blitz podcast. It's a Taco Tuesday edition of the podcast. I am Danny Williams. I'm along with Jake Meyer. We are live from Mile High Sports Studios. Just wrapped up the radio show. I wanted to get on and pod here today. It's the first pod post-draft. Okay, post um, 22, uh, 2022 NFL draft where the Broncos again um, used their first round pick on Russell Wilson. So the Broncos taking a lot of heat um, from, you know, um, grade services and sites and handles and, you know, dudes in their mom's basement. I don't want to crack guys <laughs> like this who put good work in, um, but... The Broncos took some heat for their draft, but again, I don't think anybody acknowledged what the first round pick, um, you know, went to, and it went to Russell Wilson. So that that has to matter, and uh, so we'll talk about the entire class, or at least the stars of this class. Um, how are you? I'm doing great. The radio show, I think, was a hit. Uh, it was good today, too. Last yeah. couple shows were really good. I mean, we think we're always good, but some shows, depends on what you're talking about, where it goes, how, you know, how we'd like to keep it fresh and sexy for the ladies, obviously. But um, some shows are just better than other shows in the last couple radio shows. You should go check them out. Where could you find those radio shows at? You can find them on Spreaker.com. Just find a Smile High Morning Show. You can listen to them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and mylifesports.com, go to Radio On Demand. That tab there, yeah. That's uh, that's where you can find all of our uh, previous works on the radio yes. show. And yes. you could find uh, all of our podcasts, all the Bronco Bl- Broncos Blitz podcasts, either on the My Life Sports app or uh, anywhere I just well, previously mentioned. Where can I find the Stoned Appetit podcast? That's the guy on the network who um, gets stoned. And then goes and eats places and then talks about <laughs> it. Stone Appetit. It's kind of a pretty good idea, I guess. It's a right? great idea. So, I mean, we're doing, like, I don't know how we got stuck taking Broncos and that guy's smoking reefer and going and eating wings. Yeah. Uh, but for all the food that you eat and all the weed that you buy, is yeah. that a write-off? I would say it's got to be That's got to be a write-off, of, you know, right? I don't know what kind of trade-out they have, but it sounds great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, okay. So, let's talk about... Um, Nick Bonito, okay, who Zach Seeger said today has a chance to be a 10-sack guy. And, and uh, he, was, he wasn't he was even high on the pick no. on Twitter. On and, Twitter, he was right. like, oh, I don't know about this draft class. And threw around basically phrases like, you know, a poor man's Von Miller. I mean, what are we talking about? That is a home run. Um, I actually think this guy can come in because of his ability and athleticism and make plays and have sacks for this team right right away because I expect this team to be playing up um, in games and teams uh, be uh, playing from behind trying to throw the ball to be able to catch up to the Broncos who I expect to have a lot of fourth quarter leads to be honest with you that's going to give Nick Benito opportunities to tee off to line up and go hit quarterbacks and to make plays and you know we're all mesmerized by sack totals it's more than that you know but um, if he is a six seven eight nine sack guy as a rookie in this you know with this defense that could be really kind of um, 
dynamic, a missing piece, take pressure off Randy Gregory, be a Vaughn replacement almost to what Vaughn was at the end here. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm very satisfied with Nick Benito um, because not only is he Nick Casa Benito, that's the easy one. He's Nick Benito Santiago. Benito Santiago is one of my favorite baseball players when I was coming up. And then he, what else? We called him Nick Dorito. Dorito, yeah. And then we said, uh, and they see Nick Benito can save us. I'm not going to stand in the way. Is that Creed or Nickelback? Uh, the same thing. Okay. Uh, one and the same. Correct. So there's a lot of ways to utilize the Nick Benito phrase. Besides, you know, when we, once we lost the Fanjo, we had, you know, we needed an Italian to step in there and all the meatballs and all the sauce and the whole thing, all that kind of stuff. So, oh, uh, so Nick Benito in every sense of the word looks the part, is um, the force of nature, is explosive, is an incredible athlete. I think... When it's all said and done, this guy's going to feel maybe like a first-round pick. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think he did slip a little bit, and I'm interested in, with the addition of Benito, this adds a different dynamic to the defense. Now you have two solid pass rushers in Bradley Chubb and Nick Benito coming off the edge. Now you can throw Randy Gregory where he's supposed to be at in the end. You have... Uh, DJ Jones uh, and Draymond Jones as your you know defensive tackles. Yeah. You know you have so many different dynamics oh, now sure. on the defense, and then you can throw Baron Browning, Josie Jewell but, at the inside linebacker, and your front seven is now something very special with a nobody, solid secondary with Justin Simmons, arguably one of the best free safeties in the league. Here's what the and Pat Sertan. I, I mean, I love what you're saying. You get me all juiced up. Okay, luckily I'm not wearing sweatpants here today during this podcast because <laughs> I'll be poking someone's eye out around here. Okay, but what no one's saying, well, we're all saying it, but what no one is really saying in conclusion is that this team now, <laughs> who's going to be scoring a lot of points, who's going to be the defense, be the second best unit on half of, you know, during half of these games when every single game this last season, minus one or two, they were and had to be the best unit on the field. They are now going to be so much better for our offense being legitimate, productive, um, long sustained drives, keeping our defense fresh. Um, only 10 or 12 drives for the Broncos defense instead of 14, 13, 15 because of turnovers and because our offense is three and out. What that's going to do for our offense, for all of these guys, all these gritty gutties, the mortar guys, not just the brick guys, um, it's going to make every last player on this team, especially on this defense, which is already talented and already a good defense, that much better. And maybe potentially elite. like And the top three, five unit in, in the league. No doubt about That's it. scary. And I'm excited to see what Evero has to, you know, he has so many pieces to deal with. He has so many packages that he can put together. And I know he's a very innovative guy. And he's been around some of the, the greatest defensive minds in National Football League history. So for to take from what they've done in the past and what he's done in, in the present future and then now what he's going to do in the future, I'm very excited to see what he's going to be able to do with that defense that – you know the Broncos have put around the what was already a really good defense last year, um, so it's going to be great. And and moving forward to the second pick 
of the Broncos draft. Greg Dulcich, you know, love this guy's hair. I love this guy's this energy. This guy looks like that uh, lead singer of LMFAO. Right. You know, right? He's yeah. like, girl, look at that body. Ow. Girl, look at that body. I worked Ow. out. Yes, that's right. When I walk in the spot. This, I don't know all the words, but that's the one. Yeah. That's the one we're both. So, Greg Dulcich not only brings that uh, good energy, but he also had to say some special things about Russell Wilson. And he said they're going to go and win some Super Bowls. Damn. So, I, I like what you said that Greg Dulcich has the potential to be the best tight end in this year's draft class. I think that everyone got a boner on Trey McBride because he's from Greeley and went to CSU. And we did too. And it would have been a great story for, you know, they were, they were too far off, um, to be honest with you. And while he seemed like the cream of the crop I to me, and of course the draft Knicks analytic guys and film breakers are going to say all of the things that, you know, Trey McBride does a, a better than um, Dulcich yeah, uh, is, um, you know, is significant. I would say Dulcich, just like you said, has a chance to be the best tight end in this draft. There was Trey McBride kind of in a class in a league of his own and then three or four other tight ends. And I don't think the gap was big at all. I think the gap was this just a little, you know, an, an inch thick uh, or, or thin, you could say, of the difference of the quality of player that Dulcich has a chance to be to Trey McBride. Again, we're saying that now because Dulcich is ours. But also, go look at the freak of nature. He looks like a Travis Kelsey kind of a specimen. 6'5". You know, um, he's, he's got a big body. He played uh, in a pretty, you know, fast offensive style of, um, you know, football under Chip Kelly. Pro-style offense. And um, I think he has a chance to catch balls. If he's a tough guy and he's willing to block and be a big boy, then he'll play. No doubt. He'll, then he'll play quite a bit. But um, now with the, um, you know, Albert O, who people are, some people are high on, some people uh, think he's not as capable and you needed to make a move like this. Uh, you have Dulcich, and then our third tight end is uh, is um, Eric Tomlinson, the blocking tight end from the Ravens, who's supposed to be one of the really elite blocking tight ends in the league. I like having three tight ends who essentially could do everything you need them to do. You can have all any combination of two of the three on the field at the same time because Russell Wilson will you know let it, it's going to utilize everybody our offense going to be able to do we, we were our offense was um, adding and subtracting okay before our offense is now going to be like calculus level of um, the you know circumference of the moon uh, <laughs> times you know pi equals a quarterback or something like that. So like the level of sophistication of what this offense is going to be compared to what it was is going to be like um, you know kindergarten to to grad school. You know, like like the defense with these new additions, you're going to be able to put together a lot of different packages with you know. Two tight end sets with Tomlinson there to cover Russell Wilson's blind side, and then Albert O going out to, you know, going deep. And then you could have another two tight end set with Dulcich and Albert O both going deep or both going out on some routes with your other great receivers that you have and have no running back there. And then you, you'd have five viable targets for Russell Wilson oh, to hit gosh. with him out on the run possibly being able to run as well. So this offense is going to be very difficult to guard with the addition of Dulcich 
And well, some offenses with, are unguardable. Yeah. Because of the quarterback, because of the scheme, because of all the weapons, you know, that's 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 uh, the Bills when they're running at the uh, optimum level. That's uh, Patrick Mahomes, like a maestro back there, uh, when he's you know running the offense and not trying to do too much. And that's Aaron Rodgers who does it better than everybody. So uh, after like kind of those guys, it's Russell Wilson. Yeah, literally after those guys, and I'd make the argument that Russ is as good and could do all those things that those other guys did. Russ just hasn't been great as recently as those guys just were a couple months ago because of the season they just had. But don't forget about, you know, you know uh, Russ. Don't sleep on him because he's going to be incredible this season. He's got everything to prove. I would argue this is as much offensive talent, more offensive talent than he's ever had at any point oh, of their yeah. chance. Marshawn Lynch is an all-time great quarterback, a top um, uh, running back, a top 10 running back of all time, okay? And he's very 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 special. But I think there's hardly a drop off with our stable now that we brought Melvin back and solidified that group again as well as now, you know, with the um Alberto who might be better than Noah Fan in a lot of ways. You add two more tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> really the only thing that I would say offensively that this team might need is just to add another beefcake or two um, to protect Russell Wilson mm-hmm. on the offensive line. And I think that kind of stuff will come as cuts happen, as um, savvy George Payton has a chance to trade for a guy who, uh, I mean, I'd go, it's very simple. It's, you know, go look at the teams who just drafted offensive linemen very, very high. Who's playing behind those guys? Are those guys but making a lot of money. Can those guys still play? What was the reason for this team drafting this guy? So once another team trims some fat, while uh, remember Evan Mathis? Yes. He wasn't a perfect fit. And um, he didn't play full time. was hurt a little bit. But the Broncos during 2015 need one more body. One more body up front, like literally go out there and like solidify an offensive line that was, you know, worthy of making a, a a deep playoff run. And he was that guy. He was that guy for the job. So I think another Evan Mathis, but even maybe in the mold of a better fit, will become available and you'll add him to this team because he'll want to come be a part of this. And that's it. That's what's what it is here. So Well, last thing on the tight ends before I move on to the next topic. Uh, Justin Outen was a former tight ends coach. And I think he can really put together some some plays for for all three of these guys to have some success. And you you just said something that kind of you know stuck out to me. Okay, the savvy George Payton. Mm-hmm. You know, he put it all together this offseason. We we said at the end of last year, this is the most important offseason for the Denver Broncos in a very long time. And George Payton knocked it out of the park. So now, all that's left to do is for Nathaniel Hackett and the coaching staff to put all these pieces together and make an extravagant meal. Oof. Um, with all the trimmings? All the trimmings, all the hors d'oeuvres. Here's the problem. Here's a problem. Five-course meal. See, damn it, I don't know what fork to use for the salad. So, you know, is it the smaller fork or is it the bigger fork? And, again, like, some people eat the salad. They bring the salad out the, at the end sometimes. You know, I need to lay the groundwork down with that le- cabbage. I need some blue cheese on it. I want all kinds, you know, it's like I just need the whole. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm laying the groundwork down for my steak. And uh, if I got an al gratin potato, I'm a complete meal. That's what the Broncos are going to serve us up here is a, is a complete meal. So, But the chefs, Hackett, Outen, Evero, they have to put it together. 
That's all that's left is the scheme and to make it work in their well, first, in again, their first year. Here's what's crazy, man. They went from oldest head coach or oldest coaching group combined, you know, with your defense, your offensive coordinator, and your head coach in the league. Maybe in freaking league history, probably not in league history, but in the league, most definitely. The age of Donatel, right? The age of Shermer and the age of um, Vic combined was 300 years old, okay? So now imagine replacing those three stodgy old bastards, with young innovation, relevant, um, you know, is like knows who Kanye West is, can have a conversation with his players. You know what I mean? You don't got to know like every rapper, but you got to have some kind of sense of being in some way, shape or, fame, or form relatable to your players. That's what this, you know, age of the NFL is. Right. And it's only Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll who are hanging on these lasting, you know, old kind of buzzards. They don't exist anymore. Every other head coach, the next oldest head coaches are like John Harbaugh and and um, my guy Mike Tomlin, who are in a lot of ways younger coaches still, you know. So mm-hmm. um, we're not going to be able to really underestimate the value of this new, young, fresh coaching staff Combined with Russell Wilson, it's it's there's so many reasons that this team is going to be good. There's not, I'm not there's not so many reasons we're trying to figure out how they're going to be good. I got so many reasons why they're going to be good, and it's going to happen right away because that's how Russell Wilson is. It's going to start faster than even the fast start that people are going to you'll hear a bunch of people starting to say, well. In 2012, they were stumbled out of the gate. They were two and three. We've had that talk before. And finally, Peyton Manning got his footing a little bit, and they rolled off all those wins in a row, like 11, whatever it was, 10, I can't remember, wins in a row. Got super incredibly hot. And uh, I think that they're going to even have a faster start because um, Peyton was trying to get his body back into being able to play NFL football again after whatever surgeries or whatever he went over overseas to did to get his body right to be able to play again, you know? So mm-hmm. um, Russell Wilson's going to be as prepared mentally and even more than um, than the great Peyton Manning because they're cut from the same cloth. And then, again, Russell Wilson is a fine-tuned athlete. It's about to go down. It's going to happen in week one. I'm super excited. We're months and months and months away. I got to go look at someone on Twitter. We're X amount of days away from the first game of the regular season. But, you know, this is going to be great, this experience of let's soak it all in. The I want to hear these press conferences. I want to hear, I want to, you know, laugh at Coach Hackett. I want to get to know uh, uh, Justin Outen, um, right? That, yeah. Yeah, I want to... Um, you know, I want to hear from Russell Wilson. I want to be swept off my feet. This is like the honeymoon. We're like falling. We're in love. You know, we're falling in love. That's the best part. So um, I'm now in no rush. I'm in no rush. And we'll get to through OTAs. We'll get uh, through mini camps. We'll get to training camp. We'll get to uh, preseason preseason games. We'll draft our fantasy teams. You know who's going to have Russell Wilson on their team. Who's going to have Javante? All that kind of stuff will be great. Um, and the regular season will be here before you know it. Before you know it. So um, let's call it a podcast for the day. Shout out to we know DraftKings helps put this podcast uh, on, and they're big partners of ours um, throughout the entire year. We love them, but 
Platte River Mortgage is a brand here in Colorado who is longstanding. Um, not a uh, there they he, he works with clients here in Colorado. He's not um, on a commercial. And where like they're located in Illinois somewhere, but you live in Colorado and you're trying to find someone to, uh, you know, uh, to do your mortgage with or to refinance you. Sean Sadita is the guy who me, myself and my brother, my family um, have used this guy. And he's a man. He's one of the best. They're one of the best brands. He's the guy you're going to be working with. Listen, when you call Frank Azar the strong arm, you ain't really like he's not going to come to court. Frank Azar doesn't really come to court. And, like, help you win your case. Okay? I promise you that. Um, like he says, I promise you. You know, he's making promises. Uh, Sean Sadita is going to be the guy to walk you through the whole thing. Platte River Mortgage. you got to give these guys an opportunity or a call. That's it. That's all I'll say about Platte River Mortgage. Go look them up. Just starts with a very simple conversation. That's all he says. He doesn't want you to fill out a bunch of paperwork. He doesn't want any money from you. He doesn't want to run your numbers. He wants to just have a conversation with you. Platte River Mortgage. Sean Sadita. Love him. Go utilize his services. Jake, send us out here. Where can we find this podcast? And any other little thoughts you might have on um, you know, how kind of hype we are for the season. We can't, you know, let's pace ourselves. But I'm like, you and I have been doing the show together for two years, you know, through all of these lean, tough, brutal times. Right. I am excited to be able to kind of do this with you um, when they're as good. winners. Yeah, I mean, as winners, you know? the hype is justified. The hate on the draft is unjustified. And you can listen to this podcast and all of our other podcasts uh, from, you know, like you said, those tough, tough moments. But you can all listen to all that on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast, that's where you can find us. You can follow Danny at tweets danny on twitter and then you can find me at jake meyer radio on twitter as well all right um let's call it a podcast thanks guys we appreciate you guys and we love you guys good night sheila good night